Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Text for today is from John 15. Already you are clean because of the word, Jesus says. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Dear friends of Christ, last week Jesus described himself as the good shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. And Jesus often used familiar expressions or images from nature to prove his point. And today he uses a vine and branches to teach about the unique love that God has for you. And of course for each of us. However, the vine of Jesus' description is not just any vine. It is the true vine. The vine is Jesus. Again, listen to his words. I am the vine. And if you were to literally translate it, it says, I am the vine, the true one. And the Father is a vine dresser. I am the vine, the true one. Today is Confirmation Sunday, and confirmation is about confirming that faith, strengthening that faith, acknowledging that faith, being connected to Jesus and making a vow that you'll live it out. All of you have been confirmed. You've confirmed your faith. You say, I'm strong. You say, I'm connected. And you promised to stay connected to Jesus, the true vine. And of course, confirmation is all about the spiritual journey. We're all on that spiritual journey. The spiritual journey from baptism to death, confirming our faith along the way that Jesus Christ is the Lord of all. And as in any journey, your spiritual journey in this life can end well or it can end poorly. That's the way any journey is. It can end well or end poorly. And your life, your spiritual life, can end in the flames of eternal hell. Or your life, your body, and your soul will spend all eternity with God in paradise. Faith is all about the journey. The journey of faith has begun. And like a confirmand this day, whether you're newly confirmed or whether you're an old mature Christian in the faith, it's still about your journey to heaven. It's about staying connected to Jesus, about abiding in His Word. And so we consider our theme for this morning Abiding produces fruit. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, you're, you're, you know, I, I, I question my confirmands, so uh, you are my confirmands today because you're being strengthened in your faith. Let me ask you a question. What's the main purpose for being connected to the vine? What's the main reason you stay connected to Jesus? So that you might have salvation? Sure. I mean, that's part of it. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll be saved. There's no doubt about that. Jesus says, abide in me, and I'll continue abiding in you. Stop abiding in me, and I won't abide in you. So Jesus uses the word abide, or abiding to stay connected 
And if you abide, you'll be saved. So yes, yes, if you abide with Jesus, it's true. But saved for what purpose? Why has Jesus saved you? You're connected to Jesus for what reason? That you might bear works. You're connected to Jesus so that you can bear fruit. Love. Again, listen to Jesus explain it. Those who live in me while I live in them will produce a lot of fruit. So what is this fruit? Why has Jesus chosen to save you? To bear much fruit. But what is the fruit? Well, it's not real fruit, right? (laughs) It's spiritual fruit. It's studying His commandments. It's obeying His commandments. And I know you're all students of the commandments. You wake up every morning and you open up your catechism and you say, what are these commandments that I'm supposed to be following today? What are these things of the Lord that the Lord has claimed me that if I am His follower that I will obey and stay connected to Jesus? What are these things that I can follow Him? And, 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 and of course, it's love. Love God and love all the people that He puts in your life. Every single one of them. Even your enemies. Jesus saved you so that you might bear fruit. You know, in Iowa, we're not very familiar with grapes. The West Coast, perhaps a little more so. Um, There is a vineyard, though, on the highway bypass just west of Menards. If you've been out that way, you've seen that little vineyard. Um, But we we don't see many vineyards in Iowa. But understand this. Vineyards don't grow by themselves in the wild. They're strategically planted. They have to be planted in proper soil at exactly the right place with the right soil content and the right soil mixture. There has to be exactly the right amount of clay and limestone. It has to be cool. And then you have to be able to trim and carefully prune the plants in order to produce the best grapes that produce award-winning wine. It's a lot of hard work. Understanding grapevines will help us understand our text this morning. Jesus is the vine. God the Father is the one who takes care of the vines. He's the vine dresser. You are the branches of the vine that bears the fruit. So what kind of fruit do you bear? What kind of grapes do you produce? Of course, Jesus is not talking about grapes at all. Indeed, He's talking about spiritual fruit. He's talking about you. He's talking about your life. He's talking about what you do. He's talking about how you live. And He's inviting you. Stay connected to me. Follow me. Follow in my ways. Obey me. Be the people I claimed you to be. He's inviting you to live the way he lived. To die. He suffered for you and he died for you. Jesus is the true vine. 
And he, bared, he bore much fruit. Jesus bore much fruit suffering on the tree. Dying on the tree, rising from the grave. He lived his life for you. He lived his life for you. So that you might be saved to live your life for him. And that's why Jesus said, My Father is glorified that you might bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. And again Jesus says, Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. Apart from me you can do nothing. Do you realize that you can't live forever without Jesus? There's no eternal life without Jesus. You can't live your life for God without Jesus. Did you realize you can't do anything good? Not one good thing without Jesus. Jesus truly is your everything. Cling to Him. Follow Him. Abide Him. Now and forever. Obey Him. You literally can't do anything without Jesus. Do you understand why? You say, well, sure, I can do things without Jesus. I can accomplish all kinds of things as a, as a human being. And, and, of course, it's true that you can accomplish all kinds of things. But do you realize that all those things that you can accomplish in this life will come to absolutely nothing if your life and your body spend eternity in hell? You can't do anything without Jesus Because without Him, everything is destroyed. That's why Jesus warns, If anyone does not abide in Me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you don't stay connected to Jesus, not only will your body be thrown into the fire, into the eternal flames of hell, but also everything that you've ever done goes with it. Anything you've ever done or anything you ever will do will burn with you. Comes to nothing, completely worthless for all eternity. You need Jesus. He's the only way to heaven. A few years ago, Oprah Winfrey got in an argument with somebody in her studio audience. And of course, that person in the studio audience had the guile to say that Jesus was the only way to heaven. That you have to believe in Jesus in order to get to heaven. Well, Oprah, not being a Christian, couldn't believe that that woman was saying something so narrow-minded. <gasps> Oprah said that you have to stay connected to Jesus to live. You see, Oprah Winfrey doesn't believe that Jesus, that you, if you stay connected to Jesus, you'll live. Oprah Winfrey doesn't believe what Jesus said when Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Oprah denies that. So she preached a sermon to her audience to get them, set them all straight from this Jesus talk. And she talked about how all the different religions in the world have value. And Oprah said there are many different names for God and there are many different paths to God. 
Oprah is wrong. Oprah's dead wrong. And everything she says, and everything she does, and everything that she will do, will all come to nothing. Why? Because you can't do anything without Jesus. Well, the Bible's crystal clear about the importance of Jesus living in you and you staying connected to the Lord and following Him. The Apostle Peter said it this way, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. There is no one else. You know, our Heavenly Father planted Jesus in this world to save you. He planted the vine, remember? Your Heavenly Father is the vine dresser. He takes care of the vine as son. And even before Adam and Eve fell into sin and fell into the curse of sin and fell into death and separated themselves from God, God the Father had a plan from all eternity. From all eternity, God planned to plant His Son to save the world. God planned Jesus to be the only source of salvation for mankind. God the Father planned from all eternity that He would lay the sin of the world upon Jesus, His Son. God planned from all eternity that He would punish Jesus for the sin of the whole world. And all this is necessary. You know why? It's because of the fruit we produce. Our fruit is corrupted by sin. The fruit in our lives is rotten. Disgusting. It's unacceptable. Rotten fruit. And that's why your Heavenly Father has provided a Savior, a Son, to suffer and die for your sins. And He provides this Son to cleanse your rotten fruit. He gives you Jesus to wash away your sins. You see, you stand this day firmly planted in the promises of Jesus that was given to you in your baptism when you were connected to Him, when He connected Himself to you. There is life attached to this water. This water attaches you to Jesus and your baptismal promise is assured today as it was in the day you were baptized. This water was poured out on you, this life-giving water, and it has power to save. Abide in me, he says. And I'll abide in you. You, you're the branches. You're the branches of the true vine. That's incredible. Abide in Jesus. Faith. And faith is not like gasoline that, like a car, when it's all used up, runs out. Because that's kind of how we look at faith. It's like gasoline. Once, once it's empty, then you're done. No, faith is not like that. Faith is like a muscle. The stronger, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. And how does the Lord want you to exercise your spiritual muscles? 
What does a heavenly father want from your life? He wants you to remain attached to the vine. Abide in me. Follow me. Obey me. God wants you to bear fruit. He wants you to walk in His ways. He wants you to keep His commandments. And this is a perfect message for confirmands, isn't it? Confirmands like us, who have made that vow to serve the Lord, to walk in His ways all the days of our lives, to stay connected to Him, and you're able to do that. You're able to stay connected to Him today because you are a branch of the true vine. And today you profess that Jesus is your Lord. And today you confess with your lips that God raised Him from the dead and you confess that Jesus is God in human flesh. And you're just saved by His blood. And today you recommit your way to the Lord. Just like you do every morning. You make the sign of the cross. I'm recommitted to Jesus. I'm going to follow in Jesus today. You make a vow to God, a spiritual promise that you'll never leave Him or never forsake Him. And why do you make a vow like that? That I'll never leave you, Jesus, and I'll never forsake you? Because Jesus made the same promise and same vow to you before He ascended into heaven. Remember what He said? And lo, I'll be with you always to the end of the age. God also said, be strong, be courageous, do not be afraid, do not be terrified, for the Lord your God goes with you, and He will never leave you, and He will never forsake you. Those are wonderful promises for confirmands like you. The Lord will never leave you or forsake you. It means God loves you in a unique way. In an incredible way. It means you're connected to Him by faith. You know what else it means? Our text tells us that you're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Do you know that your did you know that the Father has planned for you to be here this day? Your heavenly Father has plans for you. He planned for the day that you would be confirmed, that you would be baptized, that you would walk through this faith, through this life, through this journey, confessing Him as your own, confessing to follow Him. He created faith in your heart. He put it there. He guides you. He leads you. He came to you. He nurtures you. He strengthens you. And He exercises your faith. And the words of Jesus are pronounced upon us and they make us clean. And by your word, you're clean today. Jesus doesn't just proclaim these words. And by my word, you're clean today. No, he suffered and he died and he rose to make it happen. He suffered and died and rose to make those words a powerful promise to you. You are clean today. You're attached to the vine. Your branches that bear fruit. Again, Jesus said, this is my father, to my Father's glory. That you bear much fruit. Oh, what beautiful fruit you now produce in your life before the Lord. What beautiful fruit you and your life now bear in honor of God's glorious name. And you're able to produce those fruit, that kind of fruit, because you were attached to the true vine, your branches. Your branches of God. 
You're able to exercise your faith. You're able to exercise your spiritual muscles by following in His way, by keeping His commandments. And what is God able to work in your sinful heart? Paul tells us, but a fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and faithfulness and kindness and gentleness and self-control. Every day. Every day is an opportunity for you to live for your risen Lord and Savior. What an opportunity. Make the most of it. Don't wander away from Him. That's what the world wants. Don't wander away from the Word. That's what your flesh wants. And don't wander away from the saving faith. That's what Satan wants. Instead, abide. Stand steadfast. Stay connected to Jesus. Cling to Him. Against all opposition and and adversity. For Jesus says, if you abide in Me and My words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.